Doctor? What doctor? Doctor who? Doctor who, did you say? Eh? Doctor who? What are you talking about? Or do you really know what you're talking about? Um, well, hello, listener. Welcome to our latest um, trip to the 13th Doctor. And it's a bit different tonight in that um, rather than, well, we can't really discuss and rate an adversary in this one, can we? Because <laughs> we've no. got so many to choose from. Um, it's more a, um, a, a look at her last story before we bid her goodbye and, and, and look towards uh, the 14th Doctor, isn't it? It is, yeah. So, I mean, because the adversaries are the Master, who we'll cover elsewhere. The Daleks, we'll cover them elsewhere. The Cybermen, we'll cover them elsewhere. Um, so, yeah, it's more, more of a... More of a, a... Just a look at the story, isn't it? We could have... Yeah. What the bloody hell that... Ever bloody hell thing that jellyfish thing was, but it wasn't yeah. really an adversary. That no. seems to be the only new thing in it. Yeah, it... Um, it is a weird old story, this, isn't it? Because this was... This was not only um, Jodie's final, so it's a regeneration story. Um, it's also an anniversary story uh, as well, isn't it? Because it wasn't this uh, the hundredth anniversary of the BBC. Yeah. I don't know how that equates to Doctor Who, but um, and it's sort of you get, it's a weird mishmash of they've obviously pulled out the stops because <laughs> you've got pretty much everything in the kitchen sink thrown into this. But I think that's one of the problems with it, isn't it? As a story, I mean, most an- most anniversary stories don't, are not the best of stories, like the Three Doctors, Five Doctors. The actual plot is never normally the best, but at least they hang together. Well, this is the, one of the things um, I thought we would do uh, today with this, is I, I take it you've only seen this the first time upon transmission, this is your and second. This one, yes, this yeah. was the second. Yeah. Watching so I thought maybe, maybe there's just so much going on, it's hard to take it all in, and maybe on a second viewing, we'll get to understand it more when we've got more of a sense of what's yeah, going to happen. Thought that. I thought that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, I watched it and I thought, okay, the, I didn't quite understand the plot because perhaps it was because there was so much going on, you know, it was quite emotional seeing the old doctors and that. And then this time, you, you haven't got that. So I thought, OK, I'm going to concentrate on the plot. And like I say, I end up with 18-odd uh, questions as to what the hell's going on or why did this happen? Um, and I said to you just before this, this, we've mentioned it before, but this totally does feel like it's a... They wrote out different lines on post-it notes, put them on a wall, and they just picked them at random. Yeah, and a wish list. Wouldn't it be yeah, nice if we could list, have yeah. this, that, and the other? Um, yeah, so yeah, we're, we're, we're just going to break it down, as yeah. a, as they say. I thought what we might try and do as well um, for each of us is, as we go through it, just just tally up because you know what I like my tallies. Um, all the bits you thought were good, yeah, and all the bits you thought were shit, right? Okay, and and see what our good versus shit quotient is <laughs> for each of us. All right. 
Okay, yeah, we, I we can do that. Yeah, um, I think it might be heavily slanted one way rather than the other, all right? So, here we go, let's go. Shall we, sh shall yes. we get started? On yes. This. Yeah. So you can yeah. hear the enthusiasm in my voice, can't you? Yeah. Let, should we get started? Should we make a uh. cup of tea? Hello, Doctor. Welcome to the end of your existence. A dozen of the world's leading seismologists have gone missing. Fifteen of the world's most valuable paintings have disappeared. Can I let you in on a little secret? A direct incursion on Earth is imminent. Has it never occurred to you that it could be a trap? This isn't the day you are erased forever. Bit of a conversation stopper. It's incredibly dangerous. It was a really bad idea. Anything could happen. Let's talk about the rig instead. Yeah, the rig, that's very good. If anyone's not watched the rig yet, and you're any sort of fan of, of you know, Doctor Who, sci-fi in general, BBC sci-fi, even though it's not made by the BBC, or John Carpenter's The Thing, yeah, come watch the rig. Yes. Yes. Should we just knock this on the head and go and do the rig in character? Yeah, you watch your next episode and I'll yeah. watch mine. Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, we're now, come on, we've got to do it. We've got okay, to do it. Yeah. So, we, so, yeah. so, my first shit, I don't know if it's your first shit, is a train flying through space. Uh, yep. Which, again, nothing new. We've had the uh, Orient Express in space. Yeah. Um, and we'll get this... We'll. As we go through this, I know it's an anniversary story, sort of. We will get to lots of things that you go, oh, that's familiar. And this is one of them. So a train going through space, that's the first shit thing. Um, because it's a, a... I mean, why would you do that? Why would you have a train going through space? There was a vague reason for the Orient Express. Yeah. In that it was meant to be uh, a celebration of the train so you make the spaceship look like the train why would you make a normal pa passenger spaceship look like a train running on rails do you think this is uh, um whoever wrote this or whoever come up with the notion of the train flying through space had seen that episode of boba fett where you've got a train going across oh, the desert yeah. so it's all oh, a science fiction train heist yeah we can put that but we'll put it in space yeah because this this is a now a cliche, isn't it? So you, yeah, you had it in um, you had it in Boba Fett. You had it in Solo. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've forgotten that one. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I, I don't know what. I, I hope it doesn't become a sort of a, a cliche, as a recognised thing, because it's so stupid. Because the um, yeah, so this this is a train flying through space, and uh, the the crew for some reason <laughs> are dressed in. Uh, um, confederate uniforms yeah what's that all about yeah i don't know what that is about uh it's like dodgy dodgy um and something's attacking the train which we don't know what it is yet um and we find out that it's the the time lord cybermen mm -hmm. um which Anne said who who are they and i explained what they were and she goes that's silly it's like yeah <laughs> yeah um they they do a call for help. 
Yeah, but, and, yeah. but that, they've killed a lot of the Cybermen. Yes. These Cybermen, if you compare these Cybermen to the 60s Cybermen, where nothing could stop them, they're these relentless, yep. you know, heartless uh, creatures. These are easily killable, but it's all right because they can regenerate. Yeah, yeah, they, they just regenerate. I mean, perhaps it's... Um, perhaps if you could regenerate, if nothing... If you knew that you couldn't die, that the, even with the worst injury you would just regenerate and be fine. Perhaps you would get uh, a bit crappy at being a soldier. Yeah, but it wastes why, why time, because they're yeah, after a cargo, yeah. aren't they? Also, when Time Lords regenerate, they're normally in a bit of a state of flux. Yeah. Their personality changes. That's not what you want in the middle of a battle, is it? No, really? no. Um, but yeah, so the, these these uh, Cybermen, uh, Cybermasters... Ugh. I'm going to put that on my shit list. That's on my shit list, yeah. That's Two terrible, shits yeah. each. <laughs> um, chronic diarrhea tonight. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so, so they shoot them all down, and then they get up again because they're regenerating. And so they have to call for help because there's there's an important passenger on board. Uh, and this sort of comes up as my, my first question. is So the doctor the doctor appears, but this passenger on the train... We we later learn that it's this energy being yes. that has a shield on it that makes it look like the thing you want to protect yeah, the most. It's something yeah. that yeah yeah. Why why is it being transported by this train, and why wouldn't they know what it is? Why do they think? And who put it in the box? Yeah, who put it in the box? It it just make again makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, the doctor turns up, and we get this uh, almost. I want, it's like again, we keep saying CBBC-ish, isn't it? This, they, the TARDIS is above the, the train because for some reason it can't land on the train. Why doesn't it just land on top of the train? Yeah, that was my question. Yeah, um, or at least land a bit closer. But no, it's hovering about forty foot above. So the doctor uh, lowers a rope ladder. And they start climbing down, but then um, Dan—I can't even remember what happens—but Dan ends up. He he falls or he jumps, uh, and he lands on the train. But none of this is done well, is it? It's all—it feels like a, it feels like exactly what it was. They were in front of a blue screen. Yeah, you uh, don't believe in it for one second. No. And that music, that awful crap, far far yeah. too loud music, is atrocious as well. I'm going to put that down as a shit. The music is shit. Yeah, uh, I, I agree with you. There's there's no memorable music. You're joining in me in a shit, are uh, you? Yeah, I will. Yes. Okay. Um, and then the Cybermen appear, and we get the usual Cybermen can't hit for Toffee. Mm. They're, they're just useless. They're like stormtroopers, aren't they? Um, but one ricochet hits Dan in the face. The audience cheers, um, <laughs> but no, no, he survives. Um, so, the Doctor's crappy old spacesuits that originally came from the Satan pit. Yes. So they're not even that advanced. Can take a cyber blast to the face. Well, it does. It, it does make a hole in it. But yeah. I don't. I, I don't. Does that blast then dissipate yeah, before? Travelling the last inch to uh, yeah. Dan's nose, does it? Yeah, I, uh, very silly. But this is ho this is to set up, and I think this is the problem with a lot of these. It's going to be to set up things production-wise, isn't it? So they had to set up why Dan was going to be written out early, 
Um, so he suddenly decides, at this point and no other, that this is too dangerous for him. Mm. That he wants to leave the Doctor. But uh, but he doesn't tell him straight away. So, uh, yeah, they go down, they, they find the, the box, the Cybermen are nicking it, but the inside the box is this girl. And for some reason, the Doctor at this point will risk anything to save this girl because she's a little innocent girl. Yeah, but that's give the a thing about all the other people dying on the train. Yeah, but that's that hologram thing. It's yeah, it, it's yeah. projecting to her the thing that she most wants to project. If the Is doctor she wasn't wants there, yeah. Yeah, but if the yeah, doctor what wasn't there, as? what would the Cybermen see? Yeah, what would we see? I'd see my cat. You'd see Maggie, yeah. wouldn't you? Yes. Well, I'd fight some Cybermen for Maggie. I would. Um, I want to see an animation yeah. of that. Yeah. Yeah. But, so, uh, but, yeah, but so they bugger off, don't they? They, yeah. they? they teleport away with yep. with the child. Uh, the thing is, this is like a hologram screen in front of this huge, great jellyfish creature, which yep. can fit in that box. But also, it's a huge, great jellyfish creature that has the power of the universe emanating from it, crackling and whipping yep. away. And yet people stood next to it are fine. Hmm. Uh, that's yep. a bit silly. So we, we nip back to Siberia, 1916, yep. where we've got okay, Rasputin. So, so my list of 18 questions. Yes. Let's look at this. Why 1916? Yes. And why is he Rasputin? Yeah. Why is the master disguised and hiding as Rasputin? Um, why does he uh, hypnotise the Tsar and Tsarina to end World War One, to pull out of it and leave why? What? none of this ever goes anywhere other than this first scene and why is this you know extra moon in the sky never mentioned in the newspapers yep. at all or anything that... that's it yep that's in my question as well is uh, why does why do we not know about the the moon now I sort of answered that myself because you could go okay when they when they use the TARDIS to dematerialise it later, it might have gone back into... I don't know, but... No no one shows any surprise either. The Tsarina sort of goes, oh, like the second moon in the sky. Hmm. Really? Another question is, is the master the real Rasputin? And if he's not, where's the real well, Rasputin? the real one, yeah. Um, and why is he? Like, what, I, I don't get the relevance of Rasputin, other than... Is this just a reason to play a bit of Boney M? I think that's what it is. Yeah. Because if history is going to play out, the real Rasputin is going to, you know, end up being poisoned and shot and dumped yeah. in the river, which obviously doesn't happen to this master no. Rasputin. No. I, I've also... I'll save some other questions I've got about this Rasputin master as well till later on. Um... And I've also tried to write out what the master's plan is, so I'll when we All get right. to the end of the plot, I'll we'll go through it and see if it see if it's actually a work of genius. All right. Well, or a pile of old shit. Well, we've got the master in 1916 being okay, summoned one to thing, the palace. One thing, uh, I'll say, I, I, I don't know. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not gonna. It's not strong enough to put into a. I liked it. No, actually, I will. To be fair, um, other than the the his terrible overacting. I think he looks like a good Rasputin. He does look like a good yeah. Rasputin, yes. Um, I will join you in that good. But I tell you what, when you first see him, I mean, we're jumping forward a, a, yeah. a wee bit, but when he's first talking to the Tsar about their son and everything, 
he's really good. Yeah, oh, he's a good actor. He's, this, I like yeah, him Sasha's a good actor, as, yeah. as Rasputin. It's when he becomes the... Because he was in yeah. Adventure in Time and Space, wasn't he? Yes, yeah. He's great the, as, uh, as the director. Um, he's also he's, he's really good in um, very similar sort of voice he's doing, but in uh, The Great, which is the, a oh. comedy series about um, Catherine the Great, and he plays a Russian um, uh, aristocrat in it. Uh, he's really good. I think he's a good actor. I I just think in this he is terrible he because is he's terrible. overacting. He's yeah. doing right. I didn't think there would be a worse yeah. master. And this is this is you know jumping way far in the future on this podcast to when we talk about you know the millennial masters. Um, I didn't think there would be a worse master than John Sim. Right? Yeah. He he's obviously. He's, he, I presume he looked at the all the masters in the past, but yeah, he's definitely doing a John Sim version. This cackling. He's over doing the a John top. Sim, but yeah. he, I tell you what else he's doing, and I've, I've seen yeah. actors do this, and it really winds me up. He's going right. I'm going to be wild. I'm going to be wacky. I'm going to impersonate Jim Carrey, and that's yeah. exactly what he's going for. He's doing Jim Carrey yeah. as the Riddler and trying to be yes. wild and wacky, yeah. and it just annoys it's the awful. hell out of me. It really does. Yeah, if it, it's it's almost like he watched Buckaroo Banzai and he wanted. He said, "John Lithgow, hold my beer. I can top this." And he um, can't. Yeah, he can't. He hasn't. Like I say, he's a good actor, but this isn't. It's all. This isn't the time and place. At no point is this master threatening or scary. No. You know, no. because actual frightening people with mental health issues don't act like this. No. no. You know, um, every line's a quip. Um, but yeah, he, he, he hypnotizes the Tsar and Tsarina, tells him to pull out of the war, leave it up to him. Uh, and that's it. That's completely the end of any relevance to being it being 1916 yeah. and him being the Tsar. No, right. Never, ever, anything's ever mentioned again. It, it doesn't have to be in, in history. It could be, you know, the yeah. year before. It could be in 2021. Yep. And then we skip forward one year. But that's what we do. We go to London in 2022. And we've yes. got Ace, I guess that's the National Portrait Gallery. Um, yep. For some reason, talking to Tegan... Um, did I, did I miss it? Is there any reason why these two are teamed up and working together? So, later on, and this is one of my questions, why did why did UNIT hire Tegan and Ace when they're so obviously not up to snuff? Because later on, um, the Brigadier's daughter says, uh, we've taken on some freelancers uh, to help us out um, in investigations. And that's it. That's the entire entirety of it. Because... So- did they go to other companions? Did they go to Melanie Bush and say, uh, do you want to come and work for us? And she went, uh, on your bike, I've got a job in EastEnders. Um, yeah, why... I can, I can vaguely understand, because re-watching this, I don't think Sophie Aldred is that bad as Ace. I thought she was about on par with what she was as Ace before, yeah. which isn't great, but but at least you could you could look at Ace and go... Okay, she seems she seems fairly competent. No one's going to hire Tegan. She Jesus comes across as, as a as an absolute brain dead moron. I'm um, I'm I'm going to shit on Tegan right yeah, now. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'll I'll join you in shitting on Tegan. You're going to take a dump on yeah, her as I'll well. I'll take a dump on Tegan. She's um, awful. We said yeah. you pointed it out 
and you're absolutely spot on. The way she's delivering all these lines is no different different to how she is on the Blu-ray documentaries, yeah. sat on that sofa doing her Saki one-liners. Yes. You know? That's there's that's no the there's no acting. She's not she's not Tegan in this. She is uh, Janet uh, Fielding. Janet Fielding, and I I won because Janet Fielding I think has been out of acting for a long time. As she became an I agent, why. I think. Um, yeah, I wonder <laughs> why. Um, but yeah, she's she's not good. But my my question here is, we learn later that Unit know that the paintings have all been very badly photoshopped with the the master's face on the master that, is rasputin rasputin yep and that's why they've been withdrawn from uh view public view so why is ace looking up at an empty space going i wonder what happened here mm. you've been sent there by unit and unit know exactly what happened why is tegan in romania well that's that's my other end yeah why is why did they send tegan to romania um, well, I she's, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Coventry wasn't far enough. Um, that's not going to make any sense to people outside the no. UK, is it? Never mind. Um, <coughs> so, yeah, so she says, um, uh, I'm here investigating the missing seismologist. So that brings up, let's go into the, the, the master's Dalek plan again. Um, it turns out the master is has kidnapped thirteen seismologists. Yes. Um, and turned them into. So here's a question. Another question in my list. When did the tissue compression eliminator turn people into toy figures? They are action figures, aren't they? Yeah, they're, they're utterly rubbish action figures. But they they're making out as if it now turns them into action figures. It's like, are you getting this confused with something else? Did you just watch a clip and go, oh, in uh, Terror of the Autons, that's an action man. Oh, it must turn people into action figures. If so, that's not, yeah. that's not good. Um, so keep in mind that it turns out the Master's done this, and when we get to the discussing the, the, points, the detailed points of his plan, we'll get to perhaps work out why. But Tegan's gone to investigate a missing seismologist. Another question on my list. Why is UNIT investigating missing seismologists? Yeah. Why is UNIT investigating paintings that have been turned to look like the Rasputin? Because they don't know it's the Master at that point. No, no. They think it's really Rasputin. How, how is the Master changing these paintings? That's another question. Yep, yeah. How is he doing this? Uh, he'll have some sort of technology. More to the point, why is he doing it? And why in 2022? Because the Doctor yeah. is off in space doing this oh, yeah, yeah. train heist thing. So why yeah. choose 2022 to be doing all this? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's, um, as, we're, as we're trying to work out what the, the Master's plan is, let me... I broke down his plan. Let's see if this makes sense. We might be able to work out why he's doing this. So, um, the Master brings the Cybermoon to Earth in 1916. Yeah, yes. That's step one. How? Is don't know. Don't know. Yeah. <laughs> don't know. He's brought the side moon to Earth, nineteen sixteen. Must must have a reason for it. Wasn't he last yeah. on Gallifrey? The last time we he saw was, him, he was yeah. on Gallifrey. He, he was on Gallifrey, and uh, the doctor even says to him when she meets him, uh, "How did I you don't get even off Gallifrey? Know, yeah, how did you get off Gallifrey?" And it's like, uh, um, then he has the side men go to the future, wherever that train was. It might be another world. Yeah. And kidnap the energy octopus. Yeah. yeah, bring it back to 1916. Brings it back to 1916 because it's going to power 
the Cybermoon. He then hides in 1916 as Rasputin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He hypnotizes the Tsar to pull out of the war. Yep. Yeah. Then, where is with this master now, the Rasputin master? Yeah. Is he before or after the beardless master in 2022? He's got to be after. So he already knows that it's failed. Yeah, because if he goes to 2022, the cyber planet is not in the sky anymore. Yeah, so he knows it's failed. Yes. But, but yeah, so, so that's one of my big questions here is, surely the, the, beard, the beardless master in the future should have been bearded Rasputin, because it, it plays like this is contemporary. Going through the story is what the master's experiencing. Mm. But it makes no sense why he's suddenly beardless. So, so the master in the future, so 2022 master, we've now got two masters in this plan, 1916 yeah. master, 2022 master. Yep. So the 2022 master uh, kidnaps and shrinks 13 seismologists, yeah? I, I, wants, I, I yeah. guess he shrinks them after getting the information he wants out of them about yes, volcanoes around yeah. the world, yes? Yeah. Um, also, either the, the 1916 master or this master has then also defaced the the paintings yes yeah we don't get any feeling that this is a uh, count scarlioni type thing where the master's actually gone back in mm-hmm. time and yep. and sat for the things because everyone recognizes they've been changed mm-hmm. yeah so so he's done it so it could be the modern master that's done this yeah and he says he's done this to lure the doctor to him in 2022 in naples but the yep. doctor's not in 2022, right? No, now. the doctor at the moment is in the future where they're kidnapping the energy octopus. Yeah. Then, then she comes to 2022, and he he sends a message to them. We'll get to this when we do to carry on with the plot. He sends a message to the doctor and lures her to Naples. Yeah. Yep. When he get when she gets to Naples, part of his plan is to be kidnapped by unit because he wants to get to unit hq he's done things yeah. like this before hasn't he where he he what he wants to be arrested to get yeah. him somewhere so that's yeah. fine that's fine but his ultimate plan is to force regenerate the doctor yes yeah. that's that's so, his ultimate goal that's his ultimate goal so he has the daleks set up this traitor dalek so that it contacts the doctor the doctor then goes to another planet to meet the dalek where it's kidnapped by the Daleks, and the Daleks can then bring the Doctor to the Master in 1916. No, 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 that's not right. No, the the, the Dalek is in 2022, because he's under a volcano that shortly erupts, as all volcanoes on the Earth erupt. That's that's yeah. Earth, isn't it? Oh, is it Earth? I just assumed it was a different planet. Okay, we'll, we'll say it's Earth, then. It could be. You might be right. It might be on Earth. Um, so the Dalek in 2022 has contacted the Doctor in 2022. Yeah, but the, da- the, the Doctor's yeah. not in 2022 yet. That's why the Doctor goes to 2022. Oh, that's true. Yes, you're right. So this this, oh, this, is this, this Dalek, there's some crap about... Yeah. I'm going to put that down. I'm, I'm going to tick that as yeah. my shit. There's, shit list, yeah. there's some shit thing about, I've got through your firewall. This yeah. lone Dalek in 2022 yeah. can, can communicate into the TARDIS That's on through my list of questions. Yeah. time and it? space yeah. to say, I don't believe in the Daleks anymore. It, it's an affront to what the Daleks were originally yeah. created for, to the Khalid race. 
I can destroy them all before they're going to destroy Earth in 2022. And the Doctor believes that. Yes. Hmm. And then the Dalek takes control of the TARDIS at some point. It's like, how is he doing that as well? Hmm. Um, but yeah, so... So the, the Master wants the Doctor. He had the Doctor in Naples. But he, in Naples, he also wanted to be taken by unit. Yeah. So he has the Daleks kidnap the Doctor and send the Doctor to 1916. Yep. At the same time, or slightly before, he sent the Cyber Doll to Tegan. Yeah. Oh, this, so, this, yeah. This doll. Yes, this doll. From yeah. the Doctor. It says it's from the Doctor. List. Her acting is terrible. Well, I got this thing from the she goes yeah. oh dear yeah she's doing that weird overemphasis on I'm confused yeah, yeah. so yeah so <laughs> the, the master uh, as, do, all this is happening the master also then uh, at some point in the past he's cloned uh, Asher or whatever that cyber guy's name is uh, turned his body into a Russian doll filled it with cybermen <laughs> sent it to Tegan <laughs> On the hopes that she would bring it to Unit HQ at the same time as he was there. What are the odds? What are the odds? So that he can then uh, help the Cybes to take over Unit HQ, because the Cybermen will then take over the Earth. I guess so. What has any of that got to do with 2016 and Rasputin and wanting the Doctor to force regenerate? Because at that point, the Future Master is gone. We never see him again. No. We then cut back to 2016. Uh, you mean 1916? 1916, sorry. So that the Doctor can be forcibly regenerated to be the Master. That's the Master's plan. Yes, I guess. Yeah. I just imagine him being... You know you know that famous meme of the guy in front of the uh, um, the string board? Yes. Uh, it's that, isn't it? The Master's going... And, and I imagine the Daleks going, why don't we just kill her? No, no, we can't. We must embarrass her. Um, so I'm going to give I'm going to give an extra five shit points for the Master's <laughs> pathetic plans. So one, two, right. three, four, five. Right, you're at ten on the shit scale right yeah. now. Um, we haven't mentioned... Anyway, back to the plot. <laughs> but, yeah, this girl jellyfish thing is yes. tethered to the moon, to this yes. cyber moon. Um, it's sentient energy. It's energy yes. that's alive and can think. Yeah. Right? Not sure how that works. I don't know how that works. They then go to 2022, to yes. that portrait gallery, and that's when the Doctor meets Tegan and Ace. And it's like, no, oh, what are you in, doing here? That's, that's in, in 22. Unit, that's in Unit HQ. Oh, is it, it Unit HQ? Okay. Yes. Yeah. All right. So... And, and, and we have this line about, oh, we used to be you, they say to Yaz, yes. don't they? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, the, again, this this um, fixation that New Who has with companions finding out they're not unique. Yeah, again. It's a really weird, a weird sort of trend that goes on. We've, we've done it to death, you know. We don't need to do it anymore. It's done perfectly in uh, the canine episode. Don't yeah. need to keep doing it. But yeah, so so the brigadier's daughter introduces them, and it's meant to be this this. You're meant as a fan. You're meant to go. Dad, oh my God, the doctor. There's no chemistry whatsoever between no. any of these people. To the point where I was trying to look up, thinking, was this film during pandemic? 
Well, are they all on separate blue screens? Because there's think they no are. chemistry whatsoever. I think you're trying to, <laughs> uh, yeah. to justify the naffness yeah. of it. Um, no, then, I think they then, were there. Yeah. And then we get this incredibly over the top of the doctor patting each person. Yeah. Uh, and we find out later why she did this. It makes no sense whatsoever why she's doing it now. But but she pats them and, and they get static and they get annoyed. And then the doc goes, you lot wait here, I'm off with Yaz. Yes. And that's it. That's the entire big meeting between these, you know, companions that haven't appeared for 40 years and the doctor. And it's the most horrible, stilted... <laughs> It's terrible. It is. Shit, that's going that gets a shit point. All right. That should no. have been that should have been big and emotional. We do get the big emotional moments later on, which I will be praising, but this is pathetic. This is not good. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. It's bad when the doctor goes to see the master and yeah. he says, "Well, you're going to end. This is the end of you." Yeah. Yeah, the the doctor goes um uh, rather than take a flight, I'm going to take the TARDIS because the doctor's got perfect control of the TARDIS now. Yeah. It <laughs> uh, says, "I'm going to take the TARDIS to Naples." So, Naples amazingly could have been anywhere. I don't know why it's in Naples other than they go, "It's next to Vesuvius." You don't need to do that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like so the the master's lined up all of the missing seismologists that he's turned into action figures um, (laughs) to watch his presentation about volcanoes the doctor bursts in and he goes this is the day you end doctor I don't mean just die you're wiped from existence Um, and then unit bursts in and he goes um, oh you brought troops for me but his entire plan banks on her bringing troops yeah so why is he surprised that she brings troops? Yeah. Mm. Um, and then he overacts and camps his way about because they, you know. Yeah. Uh, I'm putting a awful. I'm putting a shit down for that because he is yeah. rubbish. He's yeah. I'm gonna put a, yeah. I'll join you, you in that shit. You're join, joining me in shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they, they vaguely remember that Yaz used to be a policeman because the doctor gives her a gun. Yeah. Um, because the doctor then says, "We're gonna take him to Unit HQ." They keep giving the master opportunities to do things, don't they? Just put a bullet in his head. Yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. In fact, I would I would have praised the program if if Yaz had done that, just shot him in the head, mm. and he regenerated. That would have been good. Yeah. Um, then we get the bloke I'd completely forgotten about in a spaceship. Oh, a Vinda, yeah. Who uh, somehow, for some yeah. reason, reason crashes yeah. in nineteen sixteen on the Cyber Moon. Because what they said is. Uh, we, we probably need some more cameos in this. Yeah, so he comes through a wormhole. Is he a fan Cra- favourite? Is is he here because he's a fan favourite? Um, I, I don't think so. I just find him incredibly bland. Yeah, I mean, he was quite wooden as a grey worm, but then he was me- he was meant to be a eunuch fighting soldier with no emotions, really. So it sort of fitted there, but yeah, he's, he's a bit blank. Um, he's basically, I, I sort of think, if... If John Barrowman hadn't embarrassed himself and got, uh, you know, deleted, oh, this is where he, he would this be. is this would be his part, yeah. So, but but yeah, Vinda comes through, crashes his spaceship, um, on this planet of Cybermen, notices the TARDIS, what he thinks is the TARDIS, and then puts out a call for help, mm. which he, he doesn't he doesn't actually do anything in this episode. 
Well, he has no bearing on the clock. He puts so. a gun to the master's head at the end, but that's yeah. about it. Um, Can you picture this? This is why I think it's Captain Jack. That's a perfect Captain Jack scene. Pulls his Webley out, and uh, <laughs> and points it at the master and says, "I'd kill you." That's that's a Captain Jack line. Yeah, yeah, maybe it was. Maybe maybe you're right. Um, The Doctor goes inside a volcano in Bolivia. How can you exist inside a volcano? Your lungs would be seared. One of my questions is, does anyone at the BBC know how heat works? Um, Yeah, I mean, we can't just blame Doctor Who for this. A lot of shows do this. But but this, this weird thing that lava doesn't affect you unless you touch it. (laughs) <laughs> well, when we were like 10 watching a Tarzan film, that, that that would apply, I guess. Yeah, but you'd expect the BBC to be a bit more in-depth. Mm. Well, she's there to find the Dalek. Yeah. For some reason, yes. that Dalek's decided to make the rendezvous under a volcano in Bolivia. Yes. But Yaz then finds out that this is a throwback to the <laughs> 60s. Um, the, the Daleks are there drilling. Yes. Yeah, very Terry Nation, that, in it? The Daleks are drilling for no readily apparent reason. Because the Master, for some reason, wants to set off all the volcanoes to destroy the planet or something. But the, don't the Cybermen want the people of Earth for their army? Yeah. But what are all, the Daleks getting out of this? Well, they're all part of the Master's fam. He says, this is yeah. my fam, doesn't he? Talk about devaluing adversaries um, to the point where, I don't know, other than the fact that it's Doctor Who and for some reason we've got to have the Daleks in everything I don't know why the Daleks are here No, this could have been just more Cybermen couldn't it? Yeah. Or, yep. here's a blast from the past, have the Quarks doing it The Quarks, maybe there'll be a fan edit one day Yeah. Yeah. Um, meanwhile the, doctor, the, the Master is talking to Tegan and Ace yeah. I don't understand how he's doing that or how he even knows well, they, that they are there. Yeah, they, they do that thing where writers, bad writers, feel that if they highlight the absurdity of what they're writing, that takes the curse off it. So we, we actually have Tegan and Ace going, how is he doing that? Because he's in a cell that presumably... How is he controlling the camera? How he hasn't he got his special them? remote control yet. Yeah. Um, but where just, is the camera? Yeah. I don't know, but just at the exact second that she mentions about the Cyberman, the yeah. Cyberman action figure, and this is the, I'm putting this on my shit list, the Cyber Doll is just an, one of those character options, three and three quarter Cybermen, yep. they haven't even bothered painting it. Nope. And we find out then that tissue compression is reversible. Yeah, that's well, never been the case, is it? That's well, a new... That's going on my list. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and, and we get Russian dolls, don't we? We get yeah. Cybermen out of the Cybermen. Which, again, we've seen in one of the Dalek stories where we had the Dalek Ark in the sky and all the Daleks came out of it. It's just it's just a, a litany of, of copied ideas. and uh, But yeah, the Cybermen come out, and so luckily every floor of Unit HQ uh, has a, a hatch in the floor yeah. with guns underneath it. That seems like a health and safety nightmare to me, but um, so Ace, who is a, uh, a, a, a not even a unit member, she's been brought in as a freelancer, has access to these heavy duty weaponry, and they start shooting, and um, she gets this awful line of, 
uh, you know, bucket heads, we've got gold bullets for you. And then the, the cyber leader actually takes the time to explain that they're no longer mm. uh, they're no longer affected by gold. <sighs> what I find astonishing in this sequence is yeah. that the Cybermen cannot hit Ace <laughs> or Tegan. No. But they can shoot every soldier that's around them first yes. time. Hits them yeah, first talk, time. Talk about hero shields. Um, yeah, they're, they're, their aim is only as good or bad as the plot needs. And what I don't get as well is these highly trained unit troops just stand there firing their weapons at something they know it's not affecting. Yeah. What are they hoping for? Um, and we get this. It's meant. I suppose it's meant to be a big action scene, isn't it? Um, but it's it's not. It's not. It's not. After it, we cut back to the Daleks, where they somehow their their (laughs) energy weapon. Somehow their energy weapon can slice open a Dalek. Then kill the Khalid that's inside. Then they get the Doctor to sit inside the Dalek, and then the Dalek seals itself back up again. Yes. How? I don't know. Where did her legs go? Yeah. Is and the Daleks then, back to being hollow? I guess so. And then she's teleported back yes. to 1916. Yes. And that was the Masters. That's what the Master wanted, wanted to get her into 1916. So this whole convoluted Dalek traitor stuff meant nothing. It was just a way of getting her. But like I say, he already had her in Naples. Just set everything in 1916 so the Doctor yeah. goes straight there. Yep. Yeah, it... It makes no sense. It feels like this is two or three scripts been, you know, it's the dregs that are left over, all the scripts that were kicked out. They go, what we got left for the anniversary? Oh, this will do. Okay. This will do. My shit scale, I'm adding another 10 onto now yep. for um, Boney M. Yep, I agree. Um, you, are you having another 10? I'll have another 10. Uh, I think this is meant to make you go, oh my God, this is so good. It's just embarrassing. I'm with the Dalit. I'll put a good, I'll put a one in, a good, so I'll put another good one in. Because I did chuckle at the Dalek and the Cybermen looking at each other to say, this is what shit. Sh- yeah. <laughs> it makes absolutely, is the master, I, I, that music that they're playing, I mean, the, the Dalek and the Cybermen look at each other. Yeah. Are they hearing that music? Is the master actually playing? Oh, no, no, the master's playing, playing it, yeah. Yeah. He's actually playing Boney M's Rasputin and then dancing along to yeah. it. Yeah, because that would be hilarious. If he's not playing it, it's in his mind. I would love a shot of just the, the master twatting about with in silence. Humming. And everyone's like, what's he doing? Is he having a fit? What's going on? Um, it, it's awful. I, I thought know. last time, you know, in the Dream Child, uh, the, the, the Dream Crab episode, yeah. You know, having Slade with that girl yeah. dancing stupidly was bad. <laughs> but this is far, far worse. This yeah. is the sort of thing that makes me turn off New Who. And I only stayed with it because it's a regeneration episode. Yeah. I think if it wasn't, I would have turned off at this point. And if, I think, if I wasn't doing the podcast. I think this all stems from uh, right back in uh, Chris Eccleston's second episode where they play Britney Spears. But that's a joke. They're saying this is classical music. Yeah. That's a joke. But then it's like they've gone, oh, I, I, people love that scene. Let's put it in every series. And it's just, I, I'm getting really sick <clears throat> of these pop culture references. The problem is, if, if you're right, 
we're going to have more of that as we go. I on. think we will. Yeah, I think <coughs> we will. Can you imagine in, um, you know, Terror to Zygons and the Doctor goes, "Let's listen to the radio. It's the Funky Gibbon. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, ooh, the Funky Gibbon. That Did might you, come. That <laughs> might come. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's just yeah, it's rubbish. I agree. It's worth ten demerits there. Can I ask a question? Right. You, can. you might not get an answer. But Who is ask. this story for? That's a very good question. That's the sort of question that the producers should have asked before spending penny one yeah. on this. Who is our aimed audience? And I think the aimed audience for this is solely fans. And I'll, I'll narrow it down. New Who fans that have perhaps... You know, watched Forces TV and seen a couple of episodes of Old Doctors, but mm, mm, I think I don't, right. yeah, it's not aimed at us. No, and no. Con- and more, more sort of um, disruptive <laughs> than that. It's obviously not aimed at the casual viewer. If you weren't into Doctor Who, could you imagine getting this far into it? You wouldn't know what on earth no. is going on. They've really given... I mean, perhaps that's why they're bringing Russell T. Davis back, but they've really sort of given up on the uh, aiming it at trying to get the average audience member. Mm. You know, yeah. I think the I think Flux was about the point. Because up till then, I think Chris Chibnall did a really good job at capturing the basics of Doctor Who, but accessible to a wider audience. Yeah. Um, and then he got to Flux, and it's like... I don't know, I've only got a limited amount of time. I need to get all my fan references in. You know, it's... Well, fan references, um, you know, that's a good uh, um, time to start discussing it because it's at this point we start getting references. Um, The first of which is the notion of there being a forced regeneration, which goes all the way back to Patrick Troughton, doesn't it? Yes, yeah. So it's the the ultimate... The ultimate sanction for a Gallifreyan criminal is to force them to regenerate, which seems a weird sort of punishment, because it's not really a punishment, is it? Unless you turn into somebody that you can't stand the sight of. Yeah. Oh, you might turn into Sylvester McCoy. Danny Dyer. Yeah, Danny Dyer. I'm going to punch you down. Live in hell. Live in hell. Uh, Yeah, so he he says, um, and the Doctor does that sort of, no, not the forced regeneration. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so he's he's worked out a way of... I don't get this bit. I don't think it works how they're saying it. So he's going to... F- okay, force a Time Lord to regenerate. I mean, literally, you could just keep hitting them with a hammer until they die. Yeah. And it would force them to regenerate. That would force a regeneration. Yes. <laughs> but he's doing it to so that he can force her to regenerate as him. Why? Why? And what does that mean? Because I, I, when I, when this was first done, I thought, oh, we're going to get some scenes of, like, emerged Doctor Master. That could be interesting. Didn't happen. Yeah. And it, it, when Anne, because Anne sat and watched this with me, and she said it would have been much more interesting if they'd have had what would happen if the Master was the Doctor. It could be quite interesting. But literally, they go through all this, and all it means is the Doctor's dead... And the master is now wearing the doctor's clothes because he has nothing else about him that's anything to do with the doctor. No. And his plan is to go around the universe causing trouble 
and going, ha I'm the doctor, so that people blame the doctor and won't love the doctor anymore. He could literally have done that by going to Forbidden Planet yeah. and buying a cosplay <laughs> costume. This is the thing. He's, he takes time out to go to, you know, the wardrobe room yeah. and decides to put on Sylvester McCoy's outfit. Yeah. Why? It's fan wank, isn't it? This is oh, this yeah. is this is what make this makes new who fans squee, doesn't it? And they go, Ooh, uh. I mean, literally, the day after this was on on the Facebook page, Doctor Who pages, there were people had already knocked up uh, custom figures. No. Of, yeah, of this outfit. And so, fuck's sake. Oh dear. You know oh, when when uh, Shatner said, "Get a life." Yeah. It, it is fan wank. Him yeah. wearing that outfit is fan wank. Him producing the flute and yes. doing uh, Patrick's little, you know, riff is fan wank. It serves yeah. no purpose. Why would he be doing it? How does he even know this? Well, it's, I think it's you're right. It's purely so that the few old fogies or young fans that have watched the episodes and think they know everything. Um, will go, oh, look at the reference. I got that reference. It's it's exactly the same as why are there walkers, 8080s, in um, yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. It's so that you can go, I recognise that. I remember hey. them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, just get rid of all that. Get rid of all that and give yep. me what happens next, which I do like, and it's going to be a good, which is when we find, you know, the 13th Doctor on the edge of this cliff and yes. it's some sort yep. of staging post before passing on into whatever yeah where she meets earlier incarnations yes. of herself i'll give 10 good points for this 10 good points all right are you I, okay with the fact that they look all so much older i don't mind i don't mind i think this is this is where this is the bits i really enjoy in this episode i love david bradley's version of yeah the first doctor i you know you know me i'm the biggest hartnell fan going but i i think he's done a great job and when it pans up and when it was first time panned up and it was him that truly was a uh uh hairs on the back of the neck moment for me watching it, it was like oh what, oh okay what's going on here and he's great every single previous doctor that they show is spot on perfect yep and i'll go so far as to say this is one of my favorite sylvester mccoy performances he has matured as an actor. By God, hasn't he? Hats off to the fella. This is, I mean, especially his scene later on with Ace will be getting some good points as well. It's brilliant. It's emotional. Yeah, he is so matured as an actor, presumably doing all the other films he's done. Colin Baker steps in, bob on, as the sixth doctor. His, his voice is perfect. His mannerisms are perfect. Um, I loved... Um, uh, I loved uh, Paul McGann. Yeah. I've, I've not really... I know him from the TV movie, and I've not listened to any of the big finishes, but I think he's a great actor, and I just loved his... I don't, Yeah, I don't wear robes. Uh, this whole sequence, I think, is great. Do you? Th um, would you have liked there to have been some sort of... Even if they couldn't afford to CGI some of the, you know, the actors that aren't around or too old yeah. now... Um, to just have some sort of like line, you know. I, I would have liked to, because you could do it now with deep fakes and that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm. I mean, I'm not. I, I, I'm surprised and not surprised that Tom Baker wasn't there. Um, but he is in, incredibly frail, isn't he, at the moment? So, um, but yeah, because because the in in plot wise, story wise, the 
the the doctor that's there says, "Oh, this is." Um, he goes, you, you've got more character than most because you haven't immediately crossed over. So that suggests that the Doctors aren't there, yeah. two, three, four, that fragments, all crossed over. Yeah, they, they've already gone. And these are yeah. remnants, aren't they? They're fragments yeah. of her own consciousness. And it I, is this yeah. fascinating thing about the Doctor. They, it's, the, it's the same person each time, but it's a completely new yeah. character in a new body. But it is still the Doctor, which is very interesting, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's the basis of the longevity of the program, isn't it? Yeah. Really. Um, but yeah, this whole sequence is great. Um, it, it it means that the Thirteenth Doctor is almost then sidelined from her own final episode. But do you think yeah. you know they've they filmed all these scenes and they are good? You know, I do enjoy them as yeah. well. Do you think while they had these actors in the studio, they've been also been recording things for the 60th anniversary? I, no, I don't think so. I think, and me and Anne discussed this at the time, I think that the reason all of these cameos have been jammed into here is because none of them are going to be in the 60th. Oh, do you think? Yeah, I think the 60th is going to be purely tenant and then regenerate into uh, uh, shooty. That'd be a shame. Yeah. Because if that is the case, what I would have liked in this story is at the end when she has her last, you know, uh, we see her for the last time at the rift with the, uh, her previous versions of herself wishing her good luck. Just, just if they had just pulled from the archives a shot of each doctor smiling and just yeah. bam, 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 through like that, you know, real rapid yeah. fire like a machine gun, but images of the doctor smiling at the 13th encouraging her on, you know? Yeah. That would have been nice. Yeah, or because you've set this up in this, you, I mean, they, I can understand they, why they didn't, because it would have taken away from David Tennant, but they could have had her regenerating and then appearing back there, and then you've got all the doctors lined up. Yeah. We had it in a Matt Smith, didn't yeah, we? we? We did, had that yeah. long shot, didn't yeah. we, of of all of them standing there. Although yeah. since we've had, you know, this whole revelation that the first yeah. doctor isn't the first. It would first. have been like a football <laughs> Crowd, <laughs> It'd be it? Wembley Stadium, wouldn't it? Yeah. yeah. So as nice as that scene is, and I do like it. Unfortunately, yeah. next we've got Ace parachuting oh, off the top of unit. Oh, that's totally believable, isn't it? That is really oh, yeah, Sophie Aldred. I, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I thought it was uh, they'd filmed it on location. I didn't think they'd just put a fan in front of <laughs> Sophie Aldred's face in a green screen. Uh, this is a terrible idea. So uh, the. Uh, the Cybermen have taken over Unit HQ. Uh, they go to the Brigadier's office. It's the same office. They keep just redressing it. It's yeah. so obviously the same office they're filming in. Um, and they say the only way to escape the building is to go up and jump off the roof. I think it's actually the the um, Brigadier's daughter. He knows She knows that they're not going to work those parachutes. She just wants them to jump off the building. <laughs> Get rid of Ace. Get rid of them. It's like, oh, God, why did yeah. I employ these? I only employed them as cleaners. Why do they think they're doing this? Um, yeah, so they, they go up to the top of the building. Um, Tegan gets a pang of guilt because she's cut up that she brought the Cybermen into the building. Mm -hmm. um, I don't remember Tegan having that character trait much. The only you know. encounter Tegan <coughs> had with Cybermen yeah. was um, Earthshock, was yeah. it not? Yeah, it, that, that's the the one time. But she never. She was more 
<clears throat> sort of uh, boisterous and want in her own way. She was never one to constantly think, double guess herself and think, mm, oh, yeah. I shouldn't have done that, should I? But so, yeah, this Tegan, so she goes back, leaves Ace on the roof, and Ace has to parachute off with various embarrassing Ace comments. Um, Why has she got that jacket yeah. with her? I can't remember. She said, she goes, I always, I always take this jacket with me. Do you do that with one of your old jackets from 40 years ago? No. I mean, A, they probably wouldn't fit me, but no. I mean, I hate this. This, this is, when people leave any sort of show, they're like pickled in aspic, aren't they? They yeah. don't, they never move on. So presumably she's kept this jacket for 40 years, mm. um, wearing it about, and carries a baseball bat everywhere. Because, oh because, do you know what? Uh, again, this is this is someone's looking back and going, oh, the public perception is that she's got a baseball bat. She only had the baseball bat in one story. Yeah. But it's the one a lot of people remember, though. Yeah, well, that's it's the, the one good story. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, you got that to live down. Um, so yeah, so uh, yeah, she jumps off the roof, but the Cybermen, the Brigadier's done a, a deal. None of that made any sort of sense. So they're gonna, the Brigadier's gonna um, uh, work with the Cybermen if they let her guards go, which they immediately double cross her on, but she still goes ahead with. Helping them. Yeah, she's not her dad, is is she? No, definitely not. No. Um, And uh, the Cybermen see Ace or a a CGI Ace parachuting and decide to shoot her parachute. But luckily, the Doctor materializes the TARDIS horizontally underneath her. To catch her. How did the Doctor know? Somehow. Somehow, somehow. Yeah. Um, and for some reason, I can't remember why, uh, Tegan's got to go down to the basement because that's where the Cybermen's power is coming from. Okay. And pull out... Uh, yeah, she, she, she's got to go and do something with the computer. Um, Before she does that, she meets the interface, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, that's... Yeah, so the, so the reason the Doctor was touching people up earlier with static... <laughs> Is that it allows the the doctor's interface? So the doctor's created this holographic holographic interface, which again that's appeared in a tenant or a Matt Smith episode, isn't it? Where it was Rose or right. Again, oh yes, it's a yeah, copied yeah. story. No, um, it's when John Hurt yeah. was in it. There was a an oh, interface was, yes. of yeah. Rose, wasn't that there? Was it? Yeah. Um, and this is a so the doctors download their entire mind, presumably not didn't take long. Um, and so this is, for better or worse, a rimmer version of the Doctor. But because she reminds herself later to go and touch these people in the past or whatever, in a very Bill and Ted way, um, she's she can appear in front of them. So the, the interface appears to Tegan, but because of Tegan's memory of the Doctor is Peter Davison, we get a lovely Peter Davison cameo in outfit. Um, and he's spot on. Yes. <laughs> He's, he's a little bit old around the gills, but I don't mind that. Strong. I don't mind that because no, I don't mind. because you know Tegan's older, so Tegan yeah. is just seeing the Doctor if he had never yeah. regenerated. You know, I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it an extra. I'll give it a good point. Oh, I'm going to give Peter it a, a good point yeah. for that. Yep, and I do like. She's like you've forgotten about us, and I like the comeback that he has of Adric. He just yeah. says Adric, doesn't he? 
Yeah, it's it's a really all, all these scenes of the doctors meeting their companions. It's such a shame Perry wasn't there because we maybe the sixtieth. Yeah. Well, possibly. Um, but yeah, they're all lovely emotional scenes. So we get a nice little wrap up, um, and basically the the interface is there to tell Tegan, you know, Braveheart, he can do it. Yeah. Um, and and then she uh, immediately screws it all up by falling off the ladder. No, it's worse than that because somehow that cyber leader yes. can hear her yeah. in the wall. I don't know how yeah. that works. I like, but he hears like this muffled shriek or something, and he goes rogue humanoid in the wall. In the wall. <laughs> yeah. And oh dear. They, yeah. So they shoot through, and she falls. Um, that's one of my questions as well. How does she survive the fall later on? Yeah, you just see her falling. Yeah. Doing an Alan Rickman. Yeah. I mean. Even if she'd have landed on something, that's enough to kill you. Yeah. She's reached terminal velocity at that point. She goes splat splat. Yeah, splat Perhaps the TARDIS materialised at the bottom as well and yeah. did something. Um, what you were saying about earlier, you know, that's when Ace meets the interface and yes. we do get Sylvester McCoy actually acting. You compare his performance here oh, to The Greatest Show in the Galaxy, which we yeah. had not too long ago, and it, it, it's just vast, isn't it? I, I, would, I would have preferred that his time as the Doctor was now. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's got the gravitas. He's, and it's a great scene. I, I think, it's, like I say, it's my favourite Doctor. That's another good point. Let's add that on. Uh, it's my favourite Doctor and Ace scene. Um, and you can tell that there's so much chemistry between these two mm. um, that there isn't between the modern people. Um, yeah, it's great. A little tear in the eye is superb. Yeah. Um, and then, then just to top that really emotional scene, it was heartwarming. Uh, she meets Graham. Why is Graham there? I still uh, don't understand. He's just cause, there. Because he has to be in everything, that guy, doesn't he? Um, I love Graham. I think he's great. I, I, I enjoy his performance in this. <clears throat> Anne hates him. She can't stand um, the actor. What's his name? Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Walsh. Walsh. Yeah, she she hates him because he's on everything on TV. Yeah, I was watching the um, the last half hour with our yeah. son today, and he had not watched the previous hour. He watched the right. last half hour with me, and he said Sensible. to me, "I can't believe in him. He's the guy off the chase." Yeah, yeah, that's it. He's too he's too much a light entertainment yeah guy. I mean, I, I like him. I think he's a funny guy, but I like Graham. Graham. But what is he doing there? And, and how come, like, he he holds up the psychic paper, but Ace can see through it? Yeah. It's like, mm. and did Unit send him there? Has he, has he got some sort of... Um, it's never explained, is no. it? No. And they, they keep, they sort of, where's Ryan? Oh, he's um, doing something, he's washing up or something. Um, yeah, it's just, so, it's just to give Bradley Walsh an appearance. And this is why I wonder if they're shoving it all in here to keep the 60th clean. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. I don't think we're going to get many re references back. No, I, th I, I think the end scene, yeah. just before the regeneration yes. today, is their um, bye-bye yeah. gift, uh, isn't I it? I think so, yeah. 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 So we've got every volcano in the world activated yes. all at once. No mention yeah. in the future that this ever happened. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, then we get that woman who's apparently earlier than... Uh, William Hartnell Could have turns up. I don't like I don't like this actress and I don't like this character. No, I don't like the look of her either. No, I'm going to put that on my shirt. 
All right. Yeah, she's. Yeah, I'll join yeah. you. Yeah, because because they've they've rigged it all up, and she comes in and the the, the master's like, "Who are you?" Um, so the master doesn't know who she is either. So yeah, that 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 adds credence to the fact that she's yeah. not an earlier version. Yes. Of the Doctor. Okay. Um, and again, she over overacts something shocking in it, um, <coughs> and this causes. Every single side man never seen a Dalek to shoot at her, miss, and hit each other. Yeah. And kills them all. Mm. Um, but then, luckily, unlike on the train, they take about five minutes to regenerate here. And that yeah. gives it. That gives That's the plan, time. isn't it? Yeah. They're going to yeah. use that regenerating energy, energy to put the master back in his box and yeah. reverse the process. Yes. Which uh, they do seem to do fairly easily. They all start reviving, and the, the power exchange works, and the 13th Doctor is pulled back from limbo yep. into her own body. Yep. What I've written next is whole lot of noisy nonsense to sort things out. Yeah. I don't. I, I can't follow it. I don't understand all this, everyone around the console, and lots of shouting and music Which, again, and stuff. Which, is from... One of the tenant episodes where he gathers all the modern companions. So, oh, and everyone's got to be at and their station. Got, yeah, because yeah. he goes, he goes. Uh, why do you think it's got six sides? It was yeah. designed for six pilots. No, it wasn't. No, it, it was designed wasn't. for one pilot. That's why it's got six sides. You. <laughs> um, yeah. So you get this thing where, and they're all vital, but they all just hold on or press one button. Yeah. Um, and this, this does something that I, I, does something and it does, does something, something else yeah, yeah, techno, yeah this entire last 10 minutes is techno babble i mean we, we've had some of the good bits of the past but this is this is new who in a, a nutshell to me um solving an issue by waving a magic wand and casting a spell and noisy nonsense yep. yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Ship point. Ship point, please. Okay. You want a ship point there? Yeah. Um. I, I mean, you know, at the very end of all that shit, um, the jellyfish creature is given yes. the job of destroying the cyber planet. Yeah. Right? The doctor says to it, "Destroy everything. Drill down. Destroy everything." And it starts to use its massive. Uh, yeah. I know where you're going with this. Yep. Blasting chunks of the planet out, cutting the whole buildings. planet yep. up with this beam. Yes, yep. the Carry master on. in a pit of feet, a uh, fit of peak, pit of feek. That's, yeah, probably peak. that's a good name for a fanzine. <laughs> um, he he now has a little bit of control over it, so he causes it to shoot its powerful beam at the doctor, which knocks her over. Knocks her over, and as as our son said, gives her two smudges on her face. Yes, which is devastating. Devastating. Um, yeah, everyone else just stands there and watches. Yaz runs out because Yaz loves the Doctor yeah. uh, and drags the Doctor back in. Um, the Master is now definitively dead. We're never going to see him again. No, of course not. Um, of course not. Uh, drags the Doctor in and the Doctor um, gets everyone home somehow. Or the no, Yaz, Yaz does. does. Yeah, Yaz can now pilot the TARDIS perfectly. Cause perfectly unaided. Yep. Takes them all to Croydon. Yes. <laughs> another another little fan yep. reference there, isn't it? Um, so that there's just the Doctor and her there, and the Doctor says, um, 
she's been injured so much she's going to regenerate properly this time but Yaz can't be there for it well this is a, the point up. you know when we watch this you know on upon transmission it's like uh oh we've got 10 minutes to go they're going to profess their love for each other yes, yep. oh dear oh dear oh dear and I'm glad they didn't do that you no. know I still can't stand it because I'm old who not new who when you regenerate it happens then and there yeah you don't take a week off to regenerate you know well this Somehow. started with Tennant into Matt Smith didn't it, it? Did. where he's like he goes oh my god I've been injured so much I'm going to regenerate so I'm going to revisit all my former companions and help them set up their lives and blah, blah, blah. It happened yeah, to this, all of them. Yeah, this is the same. It's like, oh my God, I'm, I'm dying, my regeneration. But i got enough time to take you for an ice cream and have a look at the world and have a lovely conversation. My big question on this, yeah. right? I, okay, I understand now the TARDIS can generate a bubble yes. around it of gravity and air. So you, could, you can sit on top of the TARDIS yeah. and have an ice cream while you're looking at the Earth. How the bloody hell do you get on top of the TARDIS? You well, haven't got I a ladder. I want to see that scene of them scrabbling up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to get on top. I can barely climb a stepladder these days. So good luck <laughs> to them. Um, yeah, so we get this this uh, supposedly heartwarming scene. But again, I'm sorry, there's no chemistry between well Jodie Whittaker and um, uh, Yasmin. There's nothing. Jumping ahead a little bit, to sum up the Jodie Whittaker era for me, is, apart from Graham... I didn't like anyone, not even the doctor. No. You know? And that's the problem. And you're absolutely right. There's no chemistry, no chemistry. between those I, two at all. Yeah. I I think that does sum it up. There's I liked Graham. Um and I liked some of Jodie Whittaker's performances, but she did have a tendency to go into the breathless That's the problem. With the doctor. Yeah. When the doctor, you know, you know, finally understands something suddenly she's really hyper speaking very fast yeah. talking like a 10 year old you know yeah i mean it, it, we get in this where when she realizes that that uh power octopus is a power octopus and she goes it's a blah 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 and gets really excited yeah this is this is like new who and especially jodie whittaker's era in a nutshell it's just calm down yeah. I hope uh, I hope the new guy is allowed to actually not be wacky. I hope they wipe the slate clean and start yeah. all over again. Junk so much let's, stuff, you know. Let's have, let's have a serious and miserable doctor. Yeah, yeah. I'll be up yeah. for that. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. What do you think of the counselling session? Um, I... The, the, fair dues, that got me in the... The, the fan bit. You're talking about everybody. Ian. Yeah, and that was the bit that got it. And um, even Anne goes, is that Ian Chesterton? So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to put um, I'm going to put another five good five. points on five for, for Ian that. Chesterton. Okay. Um, it was weird that, that Melanie Bush is sat there, but they they can, can we give Melanie a line? Nah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to pay her extra. Um, it's. I really like the idea, but it's also it doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Really. No. Um, it's fan wank, yeah, as you yeah. say. Pure and simple. And again, it's sort of it's um, 
in Love and Monsters, it's the same idea from that, isn't it? The support group for people that have been touched by the Doctor. Not in that way. Um, <laughs> just get make that clear right out the window. Um, yeah, so again, nothing in this story has got any originality, really. Um, but yeah, and then, then it ends. The Doctor goes off to a clifftop somewhere um, to regenerate, and her final words are, tag, you're it. Mm-hmm. Um, and as Anne said, she because we were watching it, she goes, "Why? Why? It's the same person." Yeah. So why are they acting like she's gonna die? Up? Because she should come back as tenant and go. Why did I say tag your ear? What yeah. The hell's it'd be like it's it'd be the equivalent of of you before you went to the toilet tonight and after. Yeah. You might feel like a different person, depending on what happened, <laughs> but you you wouldn't. You know what I mean? It's 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 such a weird thing because it's they're they're not saying the doctor's ending; they're saying this actress yeah. is ending. It. That's exactly um, what they're yeah. saying. Yeah. And and yeah, so her her era ends, and then we get what I guessed correctly. Finally, one of my guesses came right. Yeah. That instead of getting shooty, we get David Tennant looking haggard. Yeah. Yeah. Bless him. Um, you, what were your views at that point? Because you're not a Tenant fan at all. I'm you? not, and it's like, oh, here we go again. Because not only is Tenant back, he's acting exactly the same. Yes. You yeah. know, this is no different to the David Tennant I remember. Yeah. Which is weird because he's now an older man. Yeah. And we've said this before, like with Lowell and Hardy as well. Any comedian stuff. When you're young, you can do the slapstick stuff. You get away with it. When you're an old person doing it, or an older person, it just feels wrong and it looks wrong. Yeah. And I just hope they tone him down a bit. Because um. he's, he's a great actor. I love him in most of the other stuff he's done. He's a really good, serious actor. I love, I love him and uh, Martin Sheen's little uh, you know, YouTube series. It's brilliant. Um, so I, I'm interested to see what they do. And especially now that... They're doing the uh, beep the meep storyline, yeah, but, or something <clears throat> more clever, possibly. I think you're story. right. When we were talking about Dream Child, uh, yeah. Dream Child. Why do I keep saying Dream Child? Dream Crabs. Yeah. That your worry is the next story with David is it's all a dream. Yeah. I think and he's I in think, the land of fiction or something. I think like, so. Yeah. I think so. It's a stopgap thing, yeah. to a, a way to bring back past companions and yeah. references and stuff like that. A very indulgent, if you like, 60th anniversary celebration of Doctor Who. All right, that's done. Tick the box. Move on. Now we get number 15. I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I th- I think so. I think this this the next because is it three three specials they're doing in it. Yes. Yeah. So it's two specials and then the sixtieth, all with Tenant. And I think this is going to be the biggest fan wank. Yeah. In history. If you thought this was a lot of wanking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait right. for a year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as we draw a close to you know the thirteenth Doctor and Jodie yep. going goodbye, the things I. There were things set up during her, you know, time. That never ever came to pass. Yeah, yep. Red yep. Red Skull and his sister. Yep. What happened there? Um, well, I mean, the, 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 there's various 
various real-life reasons in there. One is COVID here, so most plans were heavily curtailed, but right. also um, the the Chibnall era, as far as viewing figures and viewing appreciation, was pitiful. So I think the BBC at several points have stepped in and said, no, you're not doing that, because the whole Timeless Child bit was forgotten, right. other than yeah. this new Doctor but the whole thing that was forgotten. There's no way on earth that I'll, I'll put any amount of money you want. Russell T. Davis will go anywhere near that. Mm. Yep. The, yeah. the the red red skull and his missus. That's all forgotten. And that the snake Vindera, guy as well. The snake guy. That's all be forgotten. Vinda. I mean, it's so obviously that Vinda and his missus, their kid was meant to be the timeless child doctor. Mm. That was going to be the doctor's parents, and that's all. Oh, no, no, we can't no, forget um, it. Move on. Yeah, so I I wonder because because Chibnall for for whatever you think of him, he's not an idiot. Um, so he must have been setting these things up to work on. So I wonder if he thought he would be retained yeah, as maybe. producer into the new run, and it was a case of no, we're not extending your contract. So oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> One day maybe we'll have but the I, whole story. Yeah, but I think it's. Uh, the the Whitaker era is going to be defined as the era of lost storylines, isn't it? Yeah. I don't think any other Doctor has had so much setup and no payoff. That's going to be a good um, tagline for a book: yeah. the lost storylines. Yeah. Yeah. So as we say goodbye to you know the very first uh, incarnation of a female Doctor, um, was anything you know um, gained from from this? Um. Has the Doctor moved forwards in any sort of way? I think to a certain extent. Um, I, I, when, when it was first announced that the next Doctor would be female, I do think there was very much an element of, of uh, putting forward the message. You know, it, it was just another case of, of Hollywood and the BBC and film producers very much thinking that what people want is female versions of the characters and I, I, I think they sort of missed the boat here they, that they could have they, there's been very very strong female characters on Doctor Who, I don't think the Doctor needed to be female but I understand why they did it um, I think we'll probably get a, 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 a several either male or androgynous before we get another female doctor. It's a bit like um, Prime Ministers, isn't it? I think. Mm. It's like Margaret Thatcher came along and it was a while before we had another... Yes, I think you're right, yeah. Um, And then we ended up with two in a row, like buses. Um, So, I I think it was probably a misguided idea, but I'm quite happy with how it came out. I, I quite... I won't say I, I, she will ever be my favourite Doctor or anything like that, but I enjoyed her run more than I thought I would, and I enjoyed it more than I didn't like it. Mm. Um, when when we have to rewatch thirteen stories, I generally enjoy them. I just think they're so lightweight and they there's are, nothing to them. Yeah, they're lightweight and yeah. forgettable. And they are. They're I like, Doctor Who. Yes, yeah. I like her as the Doctor when she's yeah. serious, yeah. not when I, she's I, pretending to be a ten-year-old. 
and I, I, I totally agree with that. And I, I, like you, I have the same reservation. I, I like Tennant when he's being proper, but it's the minute he goes into overacting mode or wacky zany mm. mode. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm looking at uh, Girl in the Fireplace here Ugh. for that. Um, <laughs> we haven't done that one yet. <laughs> we haven't yet, no. Uh, yeah, I, I, I quite liked... I quite liked Jodie and enjoyed her characterization when she was being serious or subdued. Yeah. I didn't really like her when she was being wacky and I didn't find her particularly believable in her constant dropping of names and who she's met and I could do with that yeah. from a doctor. Yeah. But I think her, her run was was more successful than unsuccessful. Companion wise, I think is where it missed big time because I still know piss all about Yasmin and what her character is. That's true. We yeah. never saw her family, really, did we? Oh well, we met we met her in Arachnids in the UK, but nothing oh, ever yes. since. Yeah. Um, I liked Graham, but I didn't. I Ryan was a plank of wood for me. Um, I think the actor had something about him, but they just again gave him nothing to do. Um, Dan. I quite liked the first couple of stories with Dan, and then he rapidly outgrew his welcome. Mm. Which, you know, no offence to any Liverpudlians out there, but that's the sort of thing in real life as well. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, uh, <coughs> I, I, I didn't much care for him, and I, I wish that they'd have stuck with the format for season one, which was totally unconnected one-off story yes the yes. minute the minute chibnall started doing arc stuff he, he's not that good a writer to do this mm. it just all of his arc stuff is crap mm. but i like his one-off stories um, mm. but it doesn't feel like three years worth though again does no it? no not at all all right on this summing up uh our ship versus good quota yes it was about right. a lot closer than i thought it'd be well, yeah, I've got on on my scale shit, eighteen, and good eighteen. So it's fifty-fifty for me. Um, you, I've got down here twenty shit, yeah, and twenty-eight good, yeah. So you so I, yeah. enjoyed it more than I did, and and I'll go along with that, yeah, because. I rewatch it. I enjoyed it much more on this rewatching than I did originally, but almost all for the for the nostalgia, the nostalgia stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, if take out the recurring old doctors, and this would be just a a pointless fluff piece to give a couple of old companions a job. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I. It's not the strongest exit for a doctor, but you know what? There's been worse. Yeah. Legopolis. Look at you. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Still yeah, to come. Yeah. Or even um, David Tennant's, which just went on and on. Oh, no, still on. to come. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, so I, <clears throat> I just don't get. I, we go back to the very first minute of this episode where you asked, "Who's it for?" I don't know. No. No. I don't know the. I don't know who it was for, and I still don't understand any of the plot. <laughs> that's the master for you, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's the master, yeah. yeah. If, if, if what we get out of this is 
<coughs> look into the future. If if we get a refreshed program, get rid of this master, cut down the wackiness. Yeah. But I'm not entirely sure we will. Well, we'll see. We'll see. we'll see. Yeah. 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 It's go it's going to be um, interesting now because you know next episode is our special. We always is, do a yes, special, yeah. and um, we're going to have the master in it, aren't we? The original, as you say, because next time we're going to be talking about the Daleks, aren't we? We are, yes. Of the 1960s, so we definitely have the master no, to talk no, about. 1970s. What did I say? 60s. Oh, I'm We've sorry. Are we going to revisit sorry. the 60s? No, it's 70s. Sorry. 70s, yep, yep, yeah. yep. It's 1970s Daleks. Daleks in colour next time. All right? Yeah, so um, I'm looking forward to this one because there's quite a few, aren't there? Because I, I, I thought, oh, is any Destiny in Genesis? Like, ooh, no. No. We've, We've got two. Is it two from John Pertwee? Is Day uh, of so the Daleks? Day of the Daleks, Death to the Daleks. Oh, no. Planet, Planet of the Daleks. Of the Daleks. So, so three from three. Pertwee. Two Gen from Baker, yeah. Genesis of the Daleks and... Sorry, I'm slurring my words. I've had too much wine. Um, Genesis of the Daleks and... Destiny of yes, the Daleks. Yes, five Dalek tale tales yes. next time. In yeah. colour. Glorious Technocolour, yes. yes. With the well, master. Which is weird. They went to glorious Technocolour and they generally painted them Panzer Grey. <laughs> 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 oh. Yeah, we've got the master. We've got... Uh, Ogrons. Davros, we've got Ogrons, yeah, we've got um, Nida. Yep. Although yep. we will be covering them elsewhere as well. But we've yeah, got I think Aubrey. We've got good Aubrey. Ah, uh, Aubrey Woods. Yeah. I suddenly thought of Blake Seven then. Yeah, so did I. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, as much as a chore sometimes this has been to look at this story. Um, yes. What, wow. What a. Um, reinvigorating um, um well yeah we've um talking about nostalgia yeah we're going straight into daleks what could be more nostalgic 1970s daleks that's our era that's where we grew up yeah and then we're back into uh the first doctor the second doctor the third doctor we're, 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 the good times are rolling now yeah, we most certainly are so yeah if you've uh, sat through us Sat through us. Sorry, I've sat had too much us, wine. Yeah. Sat with us through this. You had um, to get through this episode somehow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, listener. Um, yeah, we're resetting. We're going back. And, uh, yeah, back to the 70s, all right? Back to the 70s. Um, also, uh, we probably should just mention, we have just released another Patreon exclusive. We, we have, uh, yes. Over on your Patreon channel. So if you want to hear... Uh, Eric subjects me to um, <laughs> a surprise quiz um, that ends up with me living on a desert island. What can Ian yeah. not live without yes. on a desert island? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, we, don't worry, I took my insulin with me. <laughs> all right. um, I'd say, uh, real life, I'd say uh, a flushing toilet. No, you've got that already. I told Good. you it's yes. just it's just the, 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 the fan stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm okay. I've got my flushing toilet. I've got my soft yeah. toilet paper. You've got All cheese, right. you've got food, you've got you've got cat food, you've got your wife, you've got your cat, right? Excellent. But what other six things did Ian take with him to that island? Yes. That's all there for you to find on Patreon, okay? Yes, Join us on Patreon and you can listen to that. It was quite a long one, wasn't it? Uh, yep, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, for just £2 a month. 
Check it out. What a bargain. We'll get you that, yes. yes. And and much, much more. We've yeah. got to pay for our heating costs somehow. We're pensioners <laughs> now, you know. Yes, indeed. Yes, yeah. All right. Okay, folks. Yep. See you next time for the special. Yeah, join us for the Daleks. Yeah. Cheers, Ian. Thanks, right. Ian. Right. Bye. Bye.